Hi, hello and welcome. This is the Zonecast where we interview emerging Canadian professionals, entrepreneurs and academics. And today we have with us on the show Ryan Knight. He is the co-founder of Afro-Caribbean Business Network. Uh, hi Ryan, how are you? Welcome to the show. No, thanks for having me on. I'm very well. <laughs> awesome. Um, so I want to learn about your uh, background. So can you tell us about your professional and personal background? Sure. Uh, professional background. Well, drifting in between, what was it, 2001 to 2008, and thought I had landed on a good job. So and alumni have shared in college, but it didn't happen until I decided to go into my own business. So in 2009, about two weeks before my wedding, I was laid off from a job that I thought I was actually progressing well in. And that was a real gut check to figure out, hey, you don't have a lot of security in being employed by the people. So I took that time to go back to school and also launch the Detailing Nights, so a mobile waterless car cleaning company. And my brother and I had started it. He liked to clean cars. I was going to Sheridan studying accounting and figured, hey, if I could figure out the business side of things and market it, I can get business for you and keep you busy and we can make money. So that was the plan and it kind of grew bigger than us and we were trying to figure out, okay, the company now is going to expand. Do we just want to expand normally with hiring employees and them kind of just waiting to get work or could we teach them how to run their own businesses? Because in 2012, I had run one of those College Pro Painters franchises Mm -hmm. and so at the same time as running Detailing Nights... College Pro is actually teaching me how to run a proper business, and they do it with painting houses. And I said, this can be applied to car cleaning, and there's a lower barrier to entry, because painting a house, it's pretty intensive, like estimating the house and getting it executed. Well, cleaning a car, you don't have to do estimates, one. And two, cleaning the car is pretty easy to pick up. So we decided to go that route where we work with youth in the community. They could be in high school or college and then teaching them how to run their own businesses using Detailing Nights as the guide. And as that was growing, we realized that after students were coming out of our program, there weren't a lot of Black-focused business organizations for them to tap into and really scale the company that they've learned to build. So, And even for myself, back, I think, four years ago, we were ready to scale and expand our business and try to franchise it. And none of the organizations that currently exist, they pretty much said it's not within their mandate to work with businesses one-on-one to help them grow. So two years ago, we said, maybe we can build it on our own. And that's where seven of us came around a breakfast table and said, can we build a resource for Black-owned businesses to work with them one-on-one and scale their companies? And Afro-Caribbean Business Network was born. Wow, that's uh, that's pretty interesting. Mm. So I just want to understand more about this detailing nights business. Mm. It's essentially a mobile car cleaning company. So yes. if I have a car, I can call you mm-hmm. and you'll come to my garage, my home, and you'll clean my car on the spot. That's right. And reducing water waste by about 99%. So typically, 99. typically clean a car. Sorry, guys. So typically when you're cleaning a car, when you use like traditional water and pressure washers, it would use about 100 gallons of water and we can clean a car with six ounces of our solution. So they would use 100 gallons to clean one water. 
So one car. One car, yes. And you're using six ounces yes. of water. Well, it's a solution mixed with a, a little bit of solution. water. So the whole solution, including mm. water, is six ounces. Right. Yes, yes. How much is six ounces? Is that like a glass of water? I'd say half a water bottle. Maybe. Actually, what's that? 500 liter, milliliters. Yeah. I'd say less than half of a water bottle. How do you spray that on a whole car? Yeah, yeah. Well, the bottle that we put it in, it's like a spray. So the mist, oh, okay. you mist around the car. It's kind of like waxing your car. Okay. But instead of pre-washing it, you just use the solution and it washes and polishes at the same time. So in that one step. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Did, did you invent this methodology? No. So it's been around for about 20 years. And my father-in-law used to be a distributor for one of the products called Dry Washing Guard. And then another product, a few of them have started now, like out of the States. And we sourced some raw materials from the U.S., and then started formulating our own product for Canada. So we source from the U.S. and also mix our own batch for the winter especially. Wow, that's that's definitely a, a much more eco-friendly way because a typical mm. car wash consumes a lot of water. Exactly. And even if you reclaim it, it's still... And especially on um, driveways, technically in Toronto, there's a bylaw that says you're not supposed to wash your car and let the water flow flow into the sewers. So oh. technically it's illegal, but people just don't, bylaw officers don't care about it. <laughs> but it is a real thing, right? Yeah. And so even we're going more into how to conserve the environment is becoming a really big topic. So we're doing our part with our car cleaning. Wow, mm. that's, that's pretty interesting. And mm. How much do you charge per, per service? Mm -hmm. So for just a car wash, it's about $25 to $30, depending how big the vehicle is. If it's like a full inside and out clean, it starts at about $100 and can range up to $270, depending how bad the car is. Like if it needs full steam cleaning, shampooing, then that's about $270. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the same solution can be used to clean the inside of a car or do you have something else for that? So for that specific solution, it does the body of the car, the rims and the windows. And then on the inside, we use the regular like leather and vinyl cleaners and our own eco, our own eco-friendly all-purpose cleaner. So that's also plant-based. So the exterior car wash and the all-purpose cleaners are plant-based. So we sometimes consider ourselves like the only vegan car cleaning company that exists in the world. But actually, I, feel, I think there might be a couple, but our all-purpose cleaner is excellent and all eco-friendly, no unsafe chemicals for the family. So even, even your six-ounce solution, is that mm -hmm. also vegan? Yes, that's plant-based. No way. Yeah, yeah, it's safe enough to drink. Wow. Although we do not recommend it. But yes, it is. Wow. Yes, yes. So this is a process which mm. consumes less water and mm. no chemicals. That's right. And that's, safe for the for the family and the environment. That's yeah. that's that's pretty amazing. That's pretty yeah. amazing. It's like I mean, why would you go? I mean, I guess typical car washes mm. are uh, at least the outside car wash mm. is not that expensive, but it's not very eco-friendly either. Right. So we're in that kind of mid-range because if you just go through a dry wash, uh, drive-through car wash, it's about ten to fifteen dollars. But then it's kind of just spraying water on your car. You don't really get detailed like rims, your tires done. And then if you go to like a Supreme detailing shop and needing, you know, like buffing and polishing, paint correction. 
that's kind of the $100 plus range. So we're in that $30 to $40 range for the exterior. And then with the inside cleaning, we're still in that mid-range. Like if you go and do it yourself, you can get a vacuum for three bucks. Or like those quick in and out places, like that would be about maybe $30 to $60. And again, the quality is not going to be there. So we're in that 30 to 200 range, but you get like a proper premium detail. So detailing is like um, polishing the car, shine, making mm. it shiny, right. fixing the, uh, any paint. Uh, so paint correction is the next level. So okay, we don't do paint correction. Paint correction is the next level, but you do like waxing and shining. Yes, yes. Uh, that's uh, that, the, the six sound solution does cleaning and va- and and, and the waxing yes yes wow yeah that's man. that's, that's uh, i'm guessing you must have some amazing google reviews online i haven't <laughs> yeah you know it's been, been checked yeah, yeah it's been piling up yes, because you, co- you come to you come to the customer's residence and then mm. you provide the service less water and you're also doing detailing and if the price is affordable that's that's that sounds like a good deal and that's what we're basing like the future growth on and we've been i guess looking at different other cities to see which cities would sustain other franchises or other people other corporate offices like us moving there get hiring people to run it and so far buffalo and detroit have looked like two good first steps so we're going to be testing out those cities next year that's that's amazing mm-hmm. um so this, uh, y- your brother was in the mm. car washing business. I guess he, he had his own shop. Or he was yeah. He used to work for another dealership for for a dealership. Yeah. And then you you lost your position. You got laid off. Mm. You thought you were gonna grow, and you you you, you were good at the job, and you thought you were gonna grow, but you got laid off, mm. and you were at Sheridan Colleges as a student at the time. So right. you, you kind of. So wanted to start your business and you took your brother's expertise and created this mobile car cleaning business. That's exactly it. Yeah. That's and it's interesting because I was at Sheridan, but I had started maybe in 2000 or 2001 and then kind of been in and out, in and out. And then by 2009, when I started the business, that's when I really got serious about getting my diploma because I realized the stuff I was learning in the accounting program I was able to apply it right away to the business. So now I'm like super focused in every all taxation classes or auditing and understanding how to break down all your inventory. It all started making sense. You know, it's like, yeah, I need to learn this. So that was like the difference between me just drifting through post-secondary and getting serious and clamping down and finishing and actually graduating and getting my diploma. I don't think I would have graduated without starting on my own business. That's interesting. Like when you can study something and apply it simultaneously yeah. in your own business. So that's that's uh, pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. And then the business began growing, uh, mm-hmm. and the two of you could not take care of. Uh, there, I guess there was more demand or there was more orders. Yes. So you thought you need more people. Right. And then rather than hire, let's say part time or full time staff, you you I guess. Uh, are started like a franchising franchising kind of system. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, I would call it like micro franchising. I know Carve Pro. I think they call it like actual franchises, but it's a 
not as in-depth as a traditional franchise. It's kind of like a seasonal franchise. So a student can come in, you're able to give them all the equipment, and then they don't have to pay up front for the equipment. They pay off the equipment over the summer. So it ranges from March to September, and the longest you can go until it's about December. So that season, you're able to get all the equipment you need to start, and then over time, pay it off. So... There's no like upfront cost to the student. There's no, I feel like there's very little barriers to starting your own business. I mean, if you can come and get the equipment, get the supplies, get the training, and then as you're making money, you're paying off or paying back that upfront, I won't call it a loan, but it's like the equipment that you got to start, we helped you get it and you just pay it off as we teach you how to make money. And then are they paying you royalties? Are they using mm. your brand, Ryan, uh, Detailing Nights? Like, mm. do, do you have that kind of arrangement? Yeah, so they get to use the brand and they pay a small royalty. Okay. And then so they buy the equipment, like the supplies as they need more. And then they pay back the loan of all the equipment and pay a small royalty. So you give them loan to buy equipment? Well, we have the equipment. Oh, you already have yeah, it? Yeah, so we source it to them. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. And, and is there like an initial franchisee fee? You know, how No. There's no franchisee fee? Right. Wow. So you get it up front, then you pay it off later. Wow. Yeah. And, and this is something like people can do full-time, part-time, in addition mm-hmm. to their school schedule. Like it's, it's a flexible yeah. business. It is. And you're in control of your, your calendar. I mean, you can decide what days of the week and when you want to do appointments. So if you do have classes, you're able to schedule it more on the weekends or in between. Or because I know college university is usually about April to like April, you're off and you're back September. So that whole time you're able to be full time. And then when you get back in September, you also learn how to hire a person. So now the marketing that you've done all summer flows into the fall and you have people that are under your territory that go and execute the appointments for you. So money is still coming in while you're in school and the work is still getting done. Mm-hmm. Like that's where you become a business owner, you know? And and they find customers on their own? Yes. Okay. So the corporation, we do like high level marketing. So online with social media, we even do radio ads and some like YouTube ads. So all that high level marketing and email marketing, any business that comes in, if it's in that territory, it goes to the student. But then they're also on the ground knocking on doors, handing out flyers, doing their own social media for their own mini brand. So when you combine the two, it becomes a really powerful marketing tool. Yeah, no, that's that's mm. pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you also have this Afro-Caribbean business network. Mm. So this is connected to Detailing Nights. Is it separate? Uh, tell us about that. Yeah, I would say it's separate because it more... It came out of the necessity of having a place for businesses like the Detailing Nights to go and get support to scale. So because I was running the company and realized, like, I found a lot of resources that helped me along the way. And now for me to give back and educate other business owners that were in a space that I used to be in, and now I can give them the resources that I found before, like, instead of them having to go out and search it and find it themselves... A lot of times, if you just know about a resource, then you're able to execute faster. So now Afro-Caribbean Business Network is that body that houses all these resources. So any businesses that engage with it, they're now able to get access, whether it be funding or marketing. 
even grants that exist right now to help people with marketing. So a lot of times people have to do their marketing on their own and they can't afford to do like higher level stuff. If you're able to get a grant to get money to execute your marketing plan, you're able to fast track your business and just seeing like little things like that help businesses grow a lot faster. Mm, that's, so this is like a free resource. And mm-hmm. this, is, this is like uh, a network of people. Mm-hmm. Like, do you organize events or do you, how, how does the network communicate yeah. with each other? Like, how do I join the network? Do I, mm-hmm. is there a Facebook page, website, or are, do you, are you organizing mm-hmm. like monthly dinners? And so right now we do usually a monthly info session, but we call it like a business showcase slash info session. So we talk about any resources that we currently found. We try to highlight different business owners in the community. People can have like their boots to showcase their company. And also we do business workshops. So a specific topic, let's say it's marketing. People can come and learn specific tactics in marketing. If it's accounting or how to structure your business. So we have different themed events that are around business development. And then we have info sessions that's more around like networking. And also we do have like the mastermind. So once a month we about 10 to 12 business owners come around the table and then each person gets to talk about something that they're struggling with and then have the group give them feedback and kind of help them help them through it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, that's, that's, uh, and, and you're doing all of this for free? Well, we have a membership. Uh, so it's either free if you just want access to the resources, be on our mailing list, come to our events. For about 150 a year, you can then get a one-on-one meeting uh, get coaching and accountability. You get, I think, two meetings a year. And then for 500 a year, you get a meeting every month. So a real accountability strategy. We help you with your feasibility study, business plan, cash flow projections, making sure that you're staying true to all the milestones that you've set for yourself. So if you're saying you want to be a million dollar company and we create that blueprint, we have to stay alongside them to make sure that they're not falling off, you know? Mm. And mm. so as part of this network, mm. when if I go to these meetings, who, are, who do I meet? Do I meet you? Or is there like, do you have an advisor? Mm. Who am I meeting? Uh, typically, it's myself. We have three advisors in the core network and then even volunteers that are in the network itself, like people that are running their business. They could be coaches or just seasoned professionals that also donate their time to coach businesses. Wow, that's that's pretty interesting. Mm. And um, you, so you're an alumnus of Sheridan College. You yes, did sir. your business diploma here. <laughs> right. Uh, right at this uh, campus, Hazel McCallion campus? No, so Davis in Davis. Brampton. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, Brampton campus. Okay. Mm. And now you're also a member of uh, Sheridan Edge, which is mm. Sheridan's incubator or entrepreneurship center to help mm. new businesses. Yes, yes. So, so how's your experience at uh, Sheridan Edge? Yeah, I'm, I've been a fan since day one. I remember when I was at Davis and I was starting the business and you go to the career center and say, hey, can you guys help me? I want to be an entrepreneur. And they're like, ah, sorry, we only work with people that are looking for careers. Yeah. So now with Edge being in existence, now I see like being able to tell other entrepreneurs like, hey, first step, go talk to Edge, see what resources they have, sign up. I mean, we were talking before we started about you possibly signing up. Get get the resources, you know. They're there for us now. When before I didn't have that resource at Sheridan, and you have to really go out into the community and just find it on your own. Now you have 
a physical place, one that you can get an odd desk to work at, and then two, they're out collecting all these resources and being able to provide it to us. I think even later today, there's going to be like a marketing workshop that I'm going to be at. So staying plugged into where entrepreneurship is happening. And now I'm really glad that it's at Sheridan. Wow, that's uh, that's pretty interesting. So um, it's, it's interesting how as a student, you started your business, you kind of capitalized on your brother's skill in mm-hmm. carb washing and turned it into a successful business using your business education from Sheridan College and then you also have your Afro-Caribbean mm-hmm. business network so that's mm-hmm. that's pretty interesting no thank you so much yeah man appreciate that <laughs> <laughs> perfect um, for for people who want to be an entrepreneur but who mm-hmm. let's say have their doubts or have their reservations what would you tell them that's a that's a good question because the first thing that my mind goes to is finding people that are going to support. Because initially, when you think about starting your business and you tell the people around you, well, depending on their mindset, they're going to try and talk you out of it. Because if you have a spouse <laughs> that is comfortable in the job, they're going to be like, no, just go get a safe job and you don't want to disrupt the family. And if you have, even if you have parents that want you to go get a government job or want you to just work nine to five and be safe, they're going to try and talk you out of it. And they're coming from a good place. Like they want you to be successful and they know entrepreneurship is difficult. So you have to really go out and find a tribe of entrepreneurs that will help motivate you, show you what they went through, help you like shorten that time frame of all the trial and errors that you would have to do on your own. If you're part of, let's say, Sheridan's Edge or even the Afro-Cuban Business Network, you're now going to be part of people that are going through the same thing that you've either gone through or going to go through. So now when you talk to a person, usually when you talk to your spouse and you're complaining about your business kind of being slow, they're, they're, they're sympathetic, but they don't really empathize because they don't know like the real feeling of entrepreneurship. But when you talk to another business owner and you're talking about, oh, you know, it's a down season. And they'd be like, yeah, I've been through that. Have you tried this? Have you tried that? Have you gone out and gotten this grant? Or if a person's cash flow is low, you can talk to bankers and they've gotten funding. Just The conversation is completely different. It's more around how do I help this other business owner succeed and not how do I talk this business owner out of stopping. And that's where if you have that tribe of people that's going to really motivate you, it's going to be the difference between you really like sitting. I've sat under my desk some days and just turned off the lights in the dark because payroll's coming up and the money's not in the bank and you're freaking out. And then a business, another business owner in the network will call and you just talk and kind of talks you through it. And you realize that it's not as bad as you think it's going to be. They've been through worse. You just got to pick yourself up, get back out there, make some sales. And sales usually cures everything. So <laughs> that's where... Yeah, get on the phone yeah. and make those calls and send out emails and yeah, man, don't give up. Mm-hmm. So one thing you seem to be doing is you're definitely using digital advertising and social media. Mm-hmm. So can you tell us more about uh, in terms of like metrics, like how much do you spend, let's say, on mm-hmm. a social media campaign? What kind of metrics do you see? Mm-hmm. Clicks, conversions, um, cost per customer acquisition, if you are able to share some metrics with us? Yeah, well, the first metric that I started tracking was just website visitors. 
And when I started learning about Google Analytics and realizing, like, let's say 300 people were coming to our website in the month and only 30 of them were buying, you start to think, okay, how can I get that to 50 people buying? Like, how can you increase that conversion rate? And that one metric totally changed our business because the website itself was really bad. And then we had to adjust it and like change where call to action buttons were. And then also getting things like Hotjar where you can track where a person goes on your website. So you see, oh, a lot of people are going to this video and watching the video before they go to like see our services. So putting the video higher so people go to it first or just let it play and then having the service pricing right under. So now they're not having to click away to find the information that they're going to... Like, these are the types of conversations that you start having with yourself after you start tracking things. And social media has been such a big driver, but using social media consistently. And that's the big thing when I coach businesses is they tried social media or they tried Twitter and they put out one post and they're like, oh, nothing happened. They try LinkedIn, they create their profile and it's incomplete. And then they put up a couple posts and it's like, oh, LinkedIn doesn't work. Or they make a Facebook page and they put one picture about their business and they have their address and then it's a complete ghost town. Like if you're not consistent on social media, it's not going to work for you. So picking platforms that you know that your target client like um, visits often and then being consistently in their face, letting them know about all the value that you can bring, how, why should they buy from you? How's it going to help their life? And if you can truly help a person's life, they're going to, like, after a few interactions with seeing your business, they're going to then engage with you and then being prepared for that engagement. Because right now, if you tell a person about your business, they go and check your website. If the website's terrible, they're gone. If they check your website and they're like, oh, the website's nice, let me call. And they call and don't get a response or leave a message. They send an email. They don't get a response. You've lost that client forever. So really making sure the whole flow, the whole circle, the loop is closed. As soon as a person engages, you have that next step for them, next step, sale, follow up, get them to tell their friends. That person reaches out, same thing. Step, step to sale. So knowing from beginning to end what your business operations look like. Wow, that's, uh, that's pretty interesting. <laughs> Um, well, Ryan, it has been very nice uh, speaking with you and learning about uh, your businesses. So thank you so much for taking the time. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you for the opportunity. Really appreciate it. You're welcome. <laughs> um, and your website is detailingnights.com. That's right. ACBN.com. For the... So the Afro-Caribbean Business Network is acbncanada.com. acbncanada.com. Perfect. Right. Uh, listeners, hopefully you will enjoy this uh, episode and you can visit Ryan's uh, business websites to learn more about his uh, uh, business. And thank you so much for listening to Zonecast and stay tuned for more episodes.